You're listening to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Wrap on Desert Rock FM 96.5. Welcome back to the Weekly Batuta Advocate News Bulletin. Everyone's basically dropped the tools by now, unless you're a frontline worker, an underpaid frontline worker who can't afford to live in a major metropolitan centre in Australia and uh, have really had to risk your life for the last two years making sure that our entire economy and society can continue operating at least on some level. Or you're a public servant, a political staffer who's now a Noosa, Byron, Yamber or Portsea or Molly Mook now white-anting your colleagues from the beach. Mm, yeah, that, the that Omicron. Counts working. That counts as working. Yeah, that Omicron variant really has ruined the Christmas plans for a, for a lot of health workers, hasn't it? Absolutely. And a lot of people from Newcastle, apparently. Fuck, they go out in Newy. Yeah, they do. Uh, 200 people up. infected. Don't wash the hands in Newcastle. 200 people infected in the Argyle House nightclub, formerly known as Fanny's. Yeah. The pioneers of the uh, VCR, vodka, coke, and raspberry. Yeah, vodka, coke, and raspberries didn't keep them immune, did it? No. No. You know, the last time I was down there in Newey, I was on the vodka, uh, coke, and raspberries, but order, ordering them over the bar, obviously being from the Diamantina, a VCR here is a vodka, coke, and rum. Yeah. But down there, they got it wrong and they put some sort of cordial in my drink. The blood of the steelworks, they call Lost it. Lost in translation, but anyway. Anyway, for, for those of you that are on holidays or at work, wherever you are, thank you for tuning in and uh, let's get on with it. What were the biggest news stories this week, Wendell? Well, first up, one from earlier on in the week and mum threw the first Christmas grenade by asking the in-laws to email proof of vaccination with their RSVP to family lunch. Yes, and this local mother did this by sending an explosive email concerning vac status to all members of her family and extended family. And in that email that outlined upcoming Christmas plans, it's understood that Batuta Pond's mother of two, Sue Miller, has asked all members of her family, of the uh, Brooks slash uh, Miller slash Jenkins family, to email proof of their double jab status if they plan on attending her Christmas Day lunch. And uh, you got to see a copy of this email, didn't you, Clancy? Yes, I did, in fact. An extract of the email read, Hi to all, tis the jolly season. I'd like to remind everyone to email me their dietary requirements and a copy of each member's VAC certificate if they wish to attend either Christmas or Boxing Day lunch. Thanks. A blatant shot across the bow towards Miss Miller's brother-in-law and prominent Rockhampton anti-vaxxer Wayne Jenkins. The email is believed to have set bombs off in multiple family WhatsApp chats across the country. Sometimes I envy you, Errol, having no family whatsoever. Yeah, well, when you lose them to MI6 and to Mossad, it kind of takes the sting out of it, I guess. But uh, what else is making news, Wendell? A simpler lifestyle, hey, Errol? Well, it's a story that Clancy alluded to at the top of the bulletin there. It's, fuck it, I reckon that can wait till after Christmas, says Nation's Suits. In a move described by many as unnecessary and kind of irresponsible, the Australian government has today formally acknowledged this week to be the first annual national It's Too Close to Christmas to Do Any Actual Work Week. In a press conference, the government announced its plans to formally commemorate this momentous week in which literally no one Australian achieves anything of note and most people spend their work days watching YouTube videos of animals falling asleep. Yes, and the Prime Minister said, and I quote, Many people know the importance of Christmas to our great nation, but perhaps even more important is the age-old tradition of pretending to do work in the week before Christmas, but actually just, you know, day drinking on a Tuesday. This is an issue that is important to the heart of voters. And such, I have decided it is very current and very important to me too. Until someone from my party disagrees with me, then I'm out. 
Good for some, eh? Now, our next story is about an exhausted local silly seasoner revealing that she actually wouldn't mind being a close contact right now. Yes, as her synapses continue to fire barbs around her skull, the Tudor Heights woman, Ashley Gleason, is in a world of hurt today. So much hurt that she wouldn't even mind having to isolate for a little bit. That's what she's confirmed. Yeah, this comes after her fourth night out this week during what has been a La Nina-esque silly season, something which is nothing short of torture for a self-described introvert such as her. Tell you what, though, be careful for what you wish for, because she might be spending Christmas alone on the couch eating delivered McDonald's that was left at the letterbox. So if they keep letting these dirty southerners up here, that's a fair chance. Now we're going to head to Melbourne for our next story. It's about a Nam woman who suddenly stopped using Aboriginal place names when she started discussing her property portfolio. A local she-her settler living on unceded Nam land has momentarily dropped her performative political correctness while browsing potential real estate opportunities in her gorgeous colonial-era Brunswick Terrace house. As a high-income Australian Arts Grants coordinator, Allegra Goldstein, 37, knows the language she uses at work and on social media is integral to making sure she isn't accused of being a rich white girl living on stolen land and living off the rental payments of the working class. It is for this reason that she only ever uses Indigenous terms of reference when referring to the major imperialist modern settlements known as Sydney, Melbourne and Brisbane. Her home city, Melbourne, is known as Nam on all of her email signatures and panel events and whatnot. Sydney is Gadigal Land and Brisbane is Mangin. She doesn't know what Aboriginal people call Adelaide or Perth, but she's fairly certain that Darwin is an Aboriginal word. Anyway. However, just like her militant policing of gender pronouns, Allegra's selfless commitment to the regeneration of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander language is something that she can turn on and off when she needs to. For example, on Christmas Day, she knows it's very important to make sure her 89-year-old grandfather knows that we don't say airs rock anymore. But when she's talking to her financial advisor or a 23-year-old real estate agent from Turak, it's completely okay to be a bit more withdrawn in her solidarity with the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander communities that she pretends to be friends with on Twitter. But Allegra says she usually keeps this, you know, property portfolio stuff to herself out of fear of ending up in, you know, the business inside a top 40 girl bosses under 40. But, you know, when the market's moving, you can't mince your words. Correct, correct. She sounds like a pretty complicated existence for Allegra there. Well, you know, she lives in Nam land, but she mm. really wants to buy in North Melbourne or West Melbourne or, in fact, Port Melbourne. In fact, she, she might even have to settle in Docklands. Well, you are right because it is a high wire act and you mm. often see, you know, people such as Allegra, you know, take one little misstep and next thing, you know, they're falling down beside all the officers hurtling towards the ground. Mm. That's what I was thinking reading this. It must be easy to fall. Well, Kanye West sang about it. It all falls down and it will eventually. You play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. Stay consistent, Allegra. That's all we'll say to you from here in the Channel Country, from here on Mythica Land in Batuta. Yeah, I think that's a nice quote to wrap it up on there, Clancy. Uh, summed up well there with a Kanye West reference. Yep. And that's where we'll leave it for the year, really. I think that's the end. This the is end of our, last, our last weekly of the year, but we're definitely not going to come in between Christmas and New Year. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, some of us well, will that's be, what be the fu- away. Mate, mate, News never sleeps. Mate, you talk to the fucking union about that, mate, because I'm not coming. <laughs> All right. Happy holidays, everyone. Bye-bye. Uh, happy Christmas, Wendell. <laughs> Good spot, Clancy. Well done. Ciao. Thank you.